as a country in the midst of a great upheaval, and we see this throughout the land. Under the current administration in Washington, homelessness is at record levels. 62% of Americans are living paycheck to paycheck, and the federal budget deficit is expected to hit $2 trillion this year. Of course, more than 8 million illegal aliens have entered the United States across the southern border in the past three years alone. And deaths due to fentanyl that have come across that border have reached record levels. Cities throughout the land have decayed. Washington, D.C. has experienced its deadliest year in more than two decades. And San Francisco has fallen into a doom loop whereby crime, homelessness, and drug abuse have eviscerated the quality of life in the city. And Iowans, that's why I want you to vote for me come next Monday. Please, I want to be your president so I can fix... Oh, this wasn't a speech in Iowa? <laughs> Although doom loop, I got to give him credit. Doom loop is a pretty good phrase. I like that. No, it's clearly... Look, and, and which is fine. I'm not criticizing. I'm just saying be honest, right? This is clearly a presidential campaign speech. Other states have enacted policies that have sparked an exodus of their residents out of their states. In Illinois, residents are saddled with high taxes, while spendthrift politicians continue to spend and borrow at some of the highest rates in the nation, with massive unfunded liabilities that will require even higher taxes in the future. Of course, soft-on-crime policies have devastated public safety in major cities like Chicago. And that's what we're doing here in Florida. Wait, what? <laughs> That's, uh, you, you might laugh. I don't know. Um, whenever I'm creating sound clips, I always say the, the date of the cling, the who said it, the timestamp, how long is the clip. And then there's always some kind of a descriptor. Um, my descriptors for the first set of clips from the State of the State address yesterday were liberals suck, Biden. Liberals suck, Illinois. <laughs> liberals suck, California and New York. California's per capita spending is tripled out of Florida, and yet they face a $68 billion budget deficit. Their violent crimes up, robberies are up, and a recent Stanford University study shows that businesses are leaving in droves. Florida now has millions of more residents than New York State, yet New York's budget is twice the size of ours here in Florida. They have a $4.3 billion deficit. We now have more manufacturing jobs than New York and have added twice as many jobs as New York in the past year, and our unemployment rate is close to 50% lower than that of New York. All of which are perfectly fair things to illustrate the appropriateness of Republican leadership. They are also perfectly appropriate things to say when you're, you know, running for president, which he is. Now, my, my follow-up clips were all, you know, if liberal suck was the theme of the first set of clips, the, the, all, the, all the rest of the clips are labeled Florida rocks. So it's not surprising, given this, that we've witnessed and continue to witness a great migration of Americans away from cities and states pursuing these failed policies, with Florida serving as a refuge of freedom and sanity. I'm always intrigued by the way applause happens in these events. You know, it's like one guy, no, no, and then everybody's like, oh, yeah, all right, fair enough, sure, we're with you. We're with you! Then, uh, you know, talking about choosing education. These failures are not the result of chance. They are the result of choices made by elected officials to put ideology over sound policy. In this time for choosing, the state of Florida has chosen well. 
We have chosen facts over fear. We have chosen education over indoctrination. We have chosen law and order over rioting and disorder. We have chosen fiscal responsibility over debt and profligacy. Our choices have produced results that are second to none in this country. All, all correct. Also, I think some applause for... I'm not really sure what profligacy means, but he did say it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think he's got the, uh, the, 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 there was a bet going on in the speechwriter's room. I bet you can't get profligacy in the speech. Bet I can. Bet I can. Give it to me in the fifth clip. We can do it. In case you do not know, profligacy just means wasteful spending. That's what that means. So it's a great, it's a great word. It's a great word. Um, it's not exactly the one that rolls off the tongue of somebody when they're trying to persuade people that they're just the, uh, you know, the the slightly uh, ahead of the curve average guy that just wants to be, you know, just wants to be elected uh, president out of Iowa. But still, fair enough. You know, I don't know how profligacy he plays in Des Moines, but uh, I guess we'll find out next Monday. We have earned rankings of number one for education, number one for education freedom. Number one for parental involvement in education. Number one for talent development. Number one for public higher education. Number one for domestic in-migration for the third consecutive years. Number one in new business formations. Number one in GDP growth amongst large states and better than almost all countries throughout the world. We are number one for entrepreneurship and we have set the standard for limited government. Florida has the fewest state employees per capita and the lowest state government costs per capita in the entire United States. Our crime rate is at a 50-year low, and we have the lowest unemployment rate of all large states. We're number one. We're number one. Or in some cases, we're number 50. We're number 50. But it's good to be 50, right, in, in, in some of these cases. I mean, that's all great stuff. It really, I mean, it, it, like I said, it's a good speech. This is a stump speech. It's a good stump speech. And he says, look. The 2023 leg legislative session was monumental, and it's incumbent upon us to build upon those accomplishments as we continue to deliver results for the people that elected us. My message is simple. Stay the course. The state of our state is strong. Let's keep doing what works. Let's continue to make Florida the envy of the nation. Good. Yeah. No, very good. good. Now, what did the Democrats say in response? We'll get to that in just a second. Jake's got traffic on the fives. Meanwhile, Jake, and in your traffic report, do not be profligate. I will not be that or incestuous. <laughs> I, I looked it up. There, all this. I don't know the synonyms or that root word. I have no idea. I've never heard it. What was the other one you were trying to say? In, 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 incestuous? Incestuous, maybe? I don't no, know. I don't know. I don't That's, know. well, uh, you know. Okay, uh, fair enough. What was the word again? Pro, pro Profligacy or prof, yeah. Right, was okay. The, the variant of it that he used. Oh, licentious. Oh, yeah. No, okay. Dissolute. So, sure enough. If you're, if, you know, yeah. profligate can also mean like you're, you're sleeping with everybody. Right. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's, it can all, because it's, again, it's engaging in behavior without any thought for consequences on the basis of indiscriminate mm -hmm. whatever. You okay, learn, so, you you know, learn something enough. new every go. single day. <laughs>
Uh, I-10 and I-110 are at posted speeds this morning. Highway 29 is accident-free from the Atmore cutoff in Molino through Cantonment. Nine Mile is accident-free and not showing any delays in Car City. Burgess and Olive looking good, and Davis Highway is clear from the I-10 overpass through Creighton, Brent, and Fairfield. This traffic report is brought to you by Knox Pest Control. Knox Pest Control, their family serving your family since 1929. For information on a free pest or termite quote, visit knoxpest.com. Knox, knocks them out. If you see anything out there slowing you down, call or text our traffic tip line, 437-1620. I'm Jake Walker with Traffic on the Fives. Thanks so much, Jake. So, uh, And by the way, when I say that it was a campaign speech, I'm, I'm really not being critical. I, it's a good explanation of all the things that have been done in Florida over the last year and prior to that. And by comparison with a lot of Democrat-run states, it's a good illustration of the value of conservative Republican leadership. So it was clearly a campaign speech. But it was also clearly on target and justified. And I'm not (laughs) somebody if somebody says, oh, that governor did yesterday was give a campaign speech. I mean, don't disagree with people when they're right. Like, no, he didn't. Yes, he did. And it's okay. I mean, you can say, oh, yeah, he did. And it was also an appropriate state of the state address. Now, Lauren Book, who is the uh, leader of the minority in the Senate. I like Lauren. She's a very sharp lady. Uh, What I really respect about her goes back to the Parkland Commission is she was willing to side with some of the law enforcement initiatives. You know, some of the good parts of the Parkland bill uh, were based on, you know, her agreement to that stuff, stuff that her party typically does not support. So I was, I've always been impressed with that. Now, she's still very much a raging liberal, but that, you know, that gives her credibility to me because on an issue that ran against her typical partisan lean, she was willing to come on the right side. Anyway, what she said yesterday, it's like, do we live in the same state? We just heard the governor speak about Florida's triumphs. Yet, underneath carefully curated talking points, a much darker reality is clear. The very essence of what has made our state great for decades is under continued threat due to an increasingly out-of-touch and extreme agenda championed by the Republican Party of Florida and a governor who is more preoccupied with running for president than solving problems in our state. Despite our booming economy, the foundations of Florida are shaking. Oh, gosh, I didn't. Didn't know I was supposed to be so worried, but <laughs> apparently apparently my picture of the rosy, wonderful things that we're seeing here in Florida, which is why everybody's coming here from everywhere else, apparently I'm wrong about that. Our seniors, pillars of our communities, whose hard work and dedication built Florida up to her former glory, now face the grim possibility of losing their homes. Our students and young people, who are supposed to be Florida's future, can't afford to live in the state they grew up in, and desperately want to make better. Our workers and unions, the fabric of our communities and the backbone of our economy are under constant attack and face elimination by their own government. And while Florida has become the inflation hotspot of the country, families across the state are burdened by soaring costs of living. So first of all, um, the Golden Globe for scoring an emotionally ambiguous political speech. I thought she did that voiceover quick, man. Clearly. She had that ready to go. Clearly goes to uh, Lauren Book. Um, no, but like the seniors are in jeopardy and the kids are in jeopardy and inflation is. What? I looked at the inflation numbers. I mean, we are a little bit higher than some place. But again, why? Because so many people are coming here and having such good policies and such good conditions that so many people want to come here means you're going to have higher demand for the whatever it is scarce resource of for example real estate 
and therefore you have soaring real estate prices. At least you did, right? And, I mean, okay, fair enough. That's a concern. Insurance? Oh, yeah, no, agreed. That's a problem. Why is it? Well, they're working on it. Are they working on it well enough? Eh, eh, maybe not. And I know some people probably think, like, you know, it's very easy to be a state that everybody wants to move to when you've got these uh, great coasts and these beaches and these recreation. But you've been to California, though, right? <laughs> They do have some natural advantages in California. Anyway, so, um, yeah, no, those are fair concerns. Those are all fair criticisms, at least in the sense that, well, these are problems we're having. What's your solution for them? Well, she does not say. She just says you should stop restricting abortion and you should stop restricting speech and you should, you know, stop threatening that the seniors are going to lose their homes. And, you know, she doesn't name the solutions, but she trust us, the Democrats have them. Okay, run a bill. Well, your Republicans never hear our bills. Run a good bill. <laughs> you know, run a bill that's not ideologically driven. Anyway, so, um, yeah, and, and Fentress Driscoll from the House also said similar things. Um, you know, they don't want the culture wars. Really? I read the bills that all get filed. You don't want the culture wars, but you keep filing all these bills that are the exact opposite on culture war issues? I mean, okay. 623 here on News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. I'm Andrew McKay. Hi, this is Earl Ron, president of New South Window. If you need new windows or doors for your home, heads up, this message is for you. New South is having a one-day factory sale, this Saturday only in our factory showroom. 40% off high-performance award-winning windows, 40% off energy-efficient windows and patio doors, 40% off our factory direct products installed. Bring in your measurements for on-the-spot pricing or call today. One day only, this Saturday from 9 till 4. Please visit us at NewSouthWindow.com. This Saturday only, save an additional 5% when you arrive before noon. Hi, I'm Dr. Ben McMillan, and I'm a chiropractor and the owner of Neal Clinic Comprehensive Healthcare. Are you tired of covering up your pain with medications and ready to find the source of your problem and fix it? Then tune in to the Pensacola Expert Panel, live Friday mornings at 9 a.m., and I'll discuss how chiropractic care can help you. And if you miss Friday's show, you can listen to the replay Saturdays or anytime through the podcast. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. Here's what's happening around Pensacola this week. Join the Pensacola Symphony Orchestra with the Beethoven and Blue Jeans presentation. Saturday night at the Sanger Theater, PensacolaSanger.com. Monday is the first fee-free day of the year at the Gulf Islands National Seashore Park in honor of the Martin Luther King Jr. holiday. Enjoy the parks for free all day. Find more events and submit yours at newsradio923.com. Pensacola right now with Joe and Austin. It's like headline news for radio. Every day, 4 to 7 on News Radio 923. Informative, local, dependable. Okay, you have some skill. Yeah, the uh, Merovingian in the Matrix movies is one of those weird, creepy characters who you kind of want to love and love to hate, and you're not quite sure how to spell his name. Then again, he's with Monica Bellucci, and you're not. Uh, 625 here on News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Jake's got our traffic on the fives. Jake? Well, I'm not seeing any major slowdowns or accidents to report to you as of yet this morning. I-10 and I-110 are at posted speeds. Highway 98, east and westbound through Gulf Breeze and Navarre. No accidents reported. Chase Street, Gregory Street, Garden Street, Palafox, all checking in clear. No slowdowns on Cervantes. And Bayfront Parkway checks in without delays. If you see anything out there slowing you down this morning, call or text us on our traffic tip. 
tip line, 437-1620. I'm Jake Walker with Traffic on the Fives. Thanks so much, Jake. David Wayne's in the newsroom with our headlines. David? Well, winter storms ranging from the Midwest to the Northeast have shut down as many as 700 flights already today. Airports across the affected regions canceled flights starting last night due to some extreme weather, including thunderstorms, tornadoes, of course, damaging winds, hail. But despite all that, I checked, none of our local flights are really being affected this morning. Good news. Uh, House Republicans are considering holding Hunter Biden in contempt of Congress today for defying a subpoena to appear for a closed-door deposition. Republicans subpoenaed the president's son as part of their investigation into the Biden family's business dealings. Hunter says he only wants to answer questions publicly. And the president of Ecuador is declaring an internal armed conflict in the South American country after a group of gunmen took over a live TV news broadcast. President Daniel Noboa on Tuesday ordered security forces to neutralize criminal groups in Ecuador who have been accused of spreading violence in the region. The order came shortly after a group of armed men interrupted a live TV broadcast in Quito, Ecuador's capital, so they could read a message on the air and started ordering staff members to get on the floor. Ecuador police later said all the armed men were arrested and that all of the TV staff were alive. I'm Michael Kastner. Quite the situation. Yeah, absolutely. Very, very concerning what's going on there. David, thanks so much for the update. Back here at home in Pensacola, you've got Mayor Reeves yesterday doing his press conference talking about... As often, the future of the Baptist, former Baptist hospital property. You know, if we got enough money for abatement of the main hospital and towers, all those types of things that that we felt confident that we were going to have the money and we were just talking about a couple million dollars in in a following session, that's one thing. Uh, But I maintain I will not ask the city taxpayer to take on the donation of property with environmental questions on it and half the money. I'm just I, I couldn't do that. I treat the, t- the citizen uh, taxpayer dollar as if it was my own, and I would not sign up uh, for uh, taking on the unknowns, all the other things for those acres of property without having a significant majority of that money. So here's what's going on, okay? The letter was to kind of semi-confirm that Baptist you know, is going to donate the property to the city if the city can come up with the $16.5 million to basically take care of the demolition. But that $16.5 million is what we'll call a soft estimate, okay? And what the mayor is saying is that Tallahassee, we can probably get eight from Tallahassee, okay? Alex Andrade and, and Doug Broxson, they can, they can get eight. Um, looks like Baptist maybe going to kick in three, okay? Uh, that leaves five, right? But... Who's going to pay for that five? And will it only be five? Because, you know, until you can really get in there and do an assessment, as we have often seen in the past, A, with skyrocketing costs of everything, and B, with, hey, we don't know exactly what we're going to find until we get in there. And, you know, what kind of environmental issues are we going to be dealing with? Unsure. Is it going to be 16 or is it going to be 20 or is it going to be 25? And, you know, because taking down the buildings might only be step one and getting that land ready to build on. And we don't want to spend 16 or five let's say and then find out that there's another 10 that has to be sunk into it at which point you start to wonder about the value of the overall deal and that's what he's saying is you know let's just make sure that we're not putting the city on the hook for a bunch of unknowns until we have a little bit more now the problem is that Tallahassee you know is not going to want to issue the money unless the city promises to use it for demolition and the city doesn't want to promise to use it to demolish because they don't want to put he doesn't want to put the city on the hook for what might be extra money. Both positions are reasonable. 
but you have a bit of an impasse potentially over, well, we can't give you the money unless you're going to promise to use it for this. Nobody's going to vote for that versus, well, I don't want to take the money and promise to do this with it until we know actually how much the cost is going to be and where we're going to get that money from because otherwise the city is going to be on the hook for it if the county doesn't help out or if future years of money from the state don't come in. So we are a bit in a catch-22 over the funding and commitment issue, and we'll talk to that uh, talk about that with Mayor D.C. Reeves coming up in about an hour at uh, six at 7.40. Meanwhile, loads of bills. Oh, my God, there might have been 100 bills filed on Friday. I mean, serious, I'm not even exaggerating it, so we'll talk about some of those coming up in our favorite game, Who Filed It? David Wayne will have your local news coming up next after Fox. Fox News. I'm Chris Foster. American and U.K. naval forces with jets and warships knocked down more missiles and drones fired at ships in the Red Sea by Houthi fighters based in Yemen. It's described as the biggest and most complex assault on shipping since the Iran-backed Houthis started their campaign. British and American officials tell us at least 18 drones were among the projectiles taken out using guns and Sea Viper missiles. Fox's Jonathan Savage. Melania Trump announced the death of her mother, Amalia Navs. The former first lady not disclosing a call of death, but the 78-year-old had been sick for some time. Nobs and her husband became U.S. citizens in 2018, two years after their son-in-law became president. Fox's Chris DeMeo. Two big college basketball upsets. The top two ranked teams in the country, Purdue and Houston, lose to unranked Nebraska and Iowa State. America's listening to Fox News. Good morning. It's 631 at News Radio 92.3. I'm David Wayne. 39 degrees right now. It is mostly clear in Pensacola this morning. He hinted it was coming. This week, Pensacola Mayor D.C. Reeves says they have now hired an attorney to represent the city. He's Adam Cobb. He'll tentatively start on February 5th pending city council approval. Adam is uh, Pensacola native and uh, moved away, started his law career in, in, in Indianapolis. Uh, after college, after law school, and, but has been uh, back in town since 2016. Been at Emanuel Shepherd and Condon, of course, one of the uh, longest standing uh, prestigious firms here in the city. Pensacola has been without an attorney since Charlie Pepler resigned in March. Since then, the city has often retained Beggs and Lane on major projects and issues. The family of a missing mother of four believes she may be in danger. It's been nearly a week now since Kayla Atwood was last seen when she dropped her kids off at daycare. She never returned to pick them up and hasn't been seen since. This is highly unusual. She would not, again, and I say this again, she would not just leave her children. She has a very strong family connection. She has a sister. She has a mother that will help her. She has me. That is Teresa Blue, Kayla's sister-in-law, family members, volunteer groups, and Pensacola police are all still searching for any information that would lead them to Kayla. PPD shared a photo of Kayla next to a yellow Penske moving truck. Uh, They say that they're investigating all possibilities when it comes to her disappearance. If you have any information, contact the Pensacola Police Department. Escambia County Sheriff Chip Simmons is seeking a second term yesterday. The Escambia Supervisor of Elections confirmed that Simmons has pre-filed to run as a Republican. Back in 2020, Simmons defeated David Alexander in a race featuring two former PPD chiefs. Well, it's cold out this morning. Going to be cold tonight as well. Santa Rosa County opening their cold weather shelter again on Wednesday night, then again Friday uh, and through the weekend. 
It's on uh, at Ferris Hill Baptist Church on Chafin Street in Milton. Anybody who plans to stay at that shelter needs to arrive between 6 and 8.30 p.m. The shelter also closes at 7 o'clock each morning. Well, Florida's Democratic legislators are responding to the State of the State address yesterday, saying Florida's got problems that Ron DeSantis, they say, didn't address. State Representative Michelle Rayner of St. Petersburg uh, claims the governor has ignored basic issues. He's not made it better for folks in the state of Florida. Grocery prices are still up. Property insurance is still high. Renters are, there's no cap on rent. All of the things that people need to live and thrive. And uh, she says the Democratic Party has done more for Florida than the governor. Uh, the state of the state address yesterday, DeSantis gave his message to state lawmakers. He said, stay the course. Uh, he says the state of Florida is strong. And to keep doing what works, DeSantis compared uh, compared Florida to other parts of the country. He says Florida is a refuge for freedom and sanity. It is 635 at News Radio 92.3. Also a refuge for sanity. It is Jake with our traffic on the fives. <laughs> the, oh, that is the first time that that phrase or that sentiment has ever really been muttered uh, when referring to me. But thank you. I will take that. I-10 and I-110 are at posted speeds this morning. Avalon Boulevard is clear through Garson Point Bridge. Davis Highway is clear through the I-10 overpass through Creighton, Brenton, Fairfield. And uh, all clear from 12th Avenue through to Palafox and W Street. Also, if you're headed out of Gulf Breeze this morning towards Navarre, you're looking good eastbound and westbound on Highway 98. If you see anything out there slowing you down, you can always call or text our traffic tip line 437-1620. I'm Jake Walker with Traffic on the Fives. Thank you very much, Jake. And it is a cold morning right now, 39 degrees. It uh, could be close to freezing a little bit further inland. We could see sunshine today, high up in the mid-50s, dropping back into the 40s overnight. More clouds tomorrow and up in the 60s. Then a chance of rain on Friday and back into the 70s. Uh, and after that, the temps will start dropping back down as we head into next week. Again, right now, 39 in Pensacola, 37 in Gulf Breeze, 35 in Milton. Our next news at 7 and breaking news anytime. I'm David Wayne, News Radio 92.3. I'm Nicole Murray with Your Money Now. Hewlett-Packard Enterprises has agreed to buy networking vendor Juniper Networks for about $14 billion in an all-cash deal. The agreement is expected to close later this year or in early 2025. After whispers of the deal went public, Juniper shares jumped 22% to close at 37.05 yesterday. The acquisition will double Hewlett's existing networking businesses, bolster margins, and speed up growth. The National Football League has offered voluntary buyouts to at least 200 employees as it gears up for the start of the playoffs this weekend. Workers were offered three-week salary for every year served in addition to bonuses. Staffers will have until the end of February to decide whether or not to take the offer. The buyout comes as NFL revenue hit nearly $1.2 billion in 2022. Commissioner Roger Goodell set a goal of reaching $25 billion by 2027. Futures are mixed. That's your money now start the new year off with a bang of big savings during the omaha steaks end of season event you can stock up on all your favorites and get 50 percent off site-wide that's 50 percent off incredible steaks like their legendary butcher's cut filet mignon or sink your teeth into their memorable butcher's cut top sirloin just go to omahasteaks.com plus when you use code quality at checkout you'll get an extra 30 dollars off your order from perfectly aged tender steaks to juicy burgers decadent desserts and classic comfort meals every 
every bite is guaranteed perfect. For a limited time, get 50% off site-wide. Plus, save an extra $30 when you use promo code QUALITY at checkout. Start the new year off right and warm up your winter with tender steaks and hearty home-cooked favorites from Omaha Steaks. All 50% off with their end-of-season event. Make sure to enter the promo code QUALITY at checkout to get that extra $30 off your order. Minimum purchase may apply. Omaha Steaks, America's original butcher. Pizza's here. Oh, great. I'd love some, but I'm worried about my stomach issues. If you're worried about having diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools, it may not just be stomach issues. It could be a condition called exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, or EPI. With EPI, the pancreas doesn't release enough enzymes to break down food, but EPI is manageable. Use the symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by AbbVie. The following message is sponsored by the Florida Department of Elder Affairs, the Florida Association of Broadcasters, and this radio station. Sarah is 64 and loves to garden. Recently, her health insurance ran out, leaving her worried about more than just weeds. She called the Elder Helpline and spoke with a volunteer shine counselor about her options. There, she received free, unbiased counseling on health insurance for those on Medicare. For more information or to volunteer, call 1-800-963-5337 or go to floridashine.org. Hi, I'm Billy Anderson with Anderson Subaru. The men and women here at Anderson Subaru are committed to the Subaru Love Promise, a promise between us and our communities, a promise to make the Gulf Coast a better place to live, to work, and to play. And we're proud of what we've accomplished. From our ongoing support of the Pensacola Breast Cancer Association and Ascension Sacred Heart to volunteering with Feeding the Gulf Coast, we've conducted clothing drives for loaves and fishes and charity auctions for Gulf Coast Kids House, and we support Sherwood Elementary School in multiple ways. We're committed to the pets in our communities, too. By supporting dog adoption events with Phoenix Rising Rescue, Barktoberfest with Pensacola Humane Society, and Potty Gras with Wolfgang Park and Bruce. And the love continues. Through donations, volunteering, and monetary support, Anderson Subaru is making a difference in the lives of our neighbors and our community. The Subaru Love Promise. That's a promise we intend to keep. At Anderson Subaru Highway 29, just north of Car City, Pensacola. Online at andersonsubaru.com. Anderson's got a Subaru for you. Ready for intelligent and thought-provoking conversation? Tune in to the Guy Benson Show on News Radio Pensacola. Weekdays from 2 till 4 p.m. on 92.3, 95.3, and AM 1620. Guy Benson, the brilliant and charismatic host, brings you a fresh perspective on the biggest stories of the day. Guy keeps you engaged and informed. Don't miss out on the intellectual thrill ride. Tune in to the Guy Benson Show on News Radio Pensacola from 2 till 4 p.m. It's the show that'll challenge your thinking and leave you wanting more on News Radio Pensacola. like to slice and dice our country into red states and blue states red states for republicans blue states for democrats nice thing about you joe is that you can sound like a liberal but it harped you in america who filed it who filed it? it's the game we play where i tell jake about a bill that's been filed in tallahassee and oh my god there was a lot of them filed on friday um, the, the, the filing deadline, I believe, was Friday. I mean, seriously, like 100 bills got filed. And then he tells me whether he thinks it's a Democrat or a Republican. Some of them are easy, some of them are not so easy, and that's why we play the game. 641 here on News Radio 92.3. I'm Andrew McKay. Here goes. Ready, ready, Jake? Are you fully I, I'm ready? I'm ready. I, I think I'm ready here. Okay. I got a 50-50 shot. Yeah, well, sure. Let's say that. Uh, HB 1619, carrying in possession of weapons and firearms, would allow open carry of handguns, 
and would uh, allow legislators to carry in session, currently prohibited, um, and a bunch of other things like um, you know risk protection orders, red flag laws, bump bump stock reform, trying to make those less strict. Who's got that, Republicans or Democrats? Republican. That's right. Mike Beltran, Mike Beltran is, is a Republican. That's right. Um, protection of the right to an abortion, HB 1457. Uh, Democrat? <laughs> Through the second trimester. That's right, Democrat. Fentress Driscoll, who was the uh, leader of the minority in uh, the House, and she spoke yesterday. Uh, SB 1446. Oh, I like this. I should start keeping track. Okay, so you're two so far to yep, be good. Yep, two for two. SB 1446. Access to contraception. A person may obtain contraceptives and engage in contraception, and a healthcare provider may provide contraceptions, contraceptives, and contraception-related information, and uh, the maximum number of contraceptions per sentence you can have in any bill. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> it's like, how many forms are you using? Anyway, um, so who filed this bill, Democrat or Republican? Uh, Democrat? Democrat. Rosalind right, Osgood. That's exactly right. All right, you're three. Why is it a double beep? That's Isn't that like the gas station come service my vehicle beep? Right. Yeah. Right, well, fair enough. You know, we all grew up different optimistic. ways. <laughs> it's, it's fine. Um, all right, you ready? It's a tricky one. Okay, all right. Here one. we go. SB, it's not so obvious. Those ones are obvious. Okay. SB 1484, Florida Bright Futures Scholarship Program, would say that in the school, you have to have somebody devoted to mentoring high school students about how to get access to the Bright Futures Program, what you need to do to qualify for it so that they can get their college paid for by the state. Democrat or Republican, who wants to put Bright Futures mentors mm. in the high schools? I'm going to say Democrat. It is a Democrat. Oh, Victor Torres. Very boy. good. There you there go. We go. Four and right. the day. You're doing well. Nice. Hands-free driving, SB 1664. Bans talking on your cell phone in your hand while you're driving. It would make us like a lot of other states that require you to be on a hands-free, except for making the call itself. Who wants to ban holding your cell phone while you're driving in the state of Florida? Republicans? It is a Republican. Right. 5-0 oh so far today. Nice. That's Anna Maria Rodriguez. She's... She's a Republican who follows a lot of bills where I kind of side-eye her as a Republican. I'll just be honest. Mm -hmm. um, but that's okay. Uh, let's see. HB3. Now we're into the big bills. These are like okay. the the marquee legislation that the House, uh, the Republicans want to pass this year. HB3. They reserve those first, like, kind of 10, but they don't always file up to 10. But, the you know, if it's HB1, that means that's a big priority for the legislature. Mm -hmm. HB3. Online access to materials harmful to minors. you got to verify that the people looking at your website are 18 if you sell or provide access to obscenity or pornography. It excludes news organizations, by the way, so I guess hmm. we can still peddle our smut. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so who wants to make sure that you got to be 18 online through age verification, kind of like what, what Alabama started to do hmm. as well? Who wants to do this, Republican or Democrat? Republicans? Yeah, I kind of gave it away by telling you the whole history of the HB3 thing, but certainly also you would think that hmm. that's more of a Republican initiative. That's uh, yeah. uh, Chase Tremont and... Uh, Toby Overdorf. Uh, <laughs> Chase and Toby sorry. filed a bill. I know they're a little sorry, weird names. Sorry, name. Toby. Yeah. Sorry, it's that's not, just it's not your fault what your parents <laughs> named you. HB1. HB1. You're such a bully, Jake. Oh, HB1. Social laugh. media use for minors. Okay, this mm. is a lot. There's a lot in this bill. The short takeaway is you cannot have a social media account if you're under 16 in the age of Florida, in the state of Florida. Mm. So, so if you're 15, no Insta. No TikTok, mm -hmm. no Facebook, not that you had one anyway, uh, no Snapchat, uh, nothing. Uh, if they have accounts that are reasonably understood to be under 16, they have to close them down. 
And you have to have a warning label for anybody who's 16 or 17 that does use a social media account that this is going to kill you psychologically. Um, short version of what the warning label says. Who wants to restrict social media use to only people 16 years of age and up? Republicans or Democrats? Republicans? Yes. Okay. HB1. This is a big push for Republicans this year. Tyler S-I-R-O-I-S, and uh, Fiona McFarland. Good Lord. 7-0, and oh, man. You're doing great. Uh, immigration and immigrants. Yes. Uh, no, Democrats. I'll, tell, I'll tell you what. I'm going to say Democrat right Because it could go either way, right? Okay. Uh, SB 1598, citing this as the Welcoming Florida Act, repealing provisions related to patient immigration, status collection by hospitals, deleting a requirement that employer discontinue employment if you learn that they're an illegal immigrant, <laughs> uh, unauthorized alien. Uh, so what do you think? Democrat or Republican? A Democrat. Yeah, it's a Democrat. That's exactly right. Victor, uh, Victor Torres, I'm getting tired of the sound effect. Um, <laughs> well, hold, <laughs> no, on, I, hold on, hold on, hold on. There we go. I had to hear it. You just buzz me? No, no. I just wanted to hear what it to sounded prove like. we I had one. Right, exactly. Right, I want to make enough. sure it worked. All right, I got a couple more we'll do here in a second. Uh, tell them about traffic on the fives. Oh, um, uh, we're looking good. Let me get back to my maps here. I'm trying to discombobulate you get so you give me a wrong answer. Sound. All right, uh, not, not seeing any uh, slowdowns or accidents. Uh, I do have a traffic sponsor, though, so... Uh, uh, luckily, nothing on the roadways. I-10, I-110, clear, 98, 90, 29. You're looking good coming into town. This report is brought to you by Fresh from Florida. Meal planning is work, so let Fresh from Florida help. Learn what's in season and browse hundreds of recipes at freshfromflorida.com. Eat healthier with Fresh from Florida. There's sunshine in every bite. Uh, <laughs> I'd like, I'm uh, Jake I'd like new wipers and, uh, and a, t- a top off of the, of the fuel and check the oil, wouldn't you please? <laughs> Four, three, seven, sixteen, twenty. All right, so back to these uh, bills filed in Tallahassee, and you tell me what uh, what party they're filed from. Uh, SB seventeen fifty two elections. Okay, this would this is a there's a lot in this bill. No foreign parts or software in the voting machines or systems. You have to publicly be able to inspect the open source of the software. If Every time you do an election, you have to hand count two precincts on election night, and you have to pick them 15 days ahead of the election, and you don't reveal them publicly, but then so you're prepared to hand count them. And then if the hand count doesn't match up with the machine count by a margin large enough that extrapolated across the whole voting area, it might have changed the election, then you have to manual recount everything. You um, have to qualify for vote by mail by stating that you cannot vote in person. You have to select absentee balloting uh, separately for the primary and the general election, so it's harder to get absentee balloting. All of those provisions rolled up in a huge elections reform bill. Uh, Republican or Democrat? Uh, Republican. Absolutely Republican. This is Blaze Angolia. He is a uh, fire thrower, man. Some of the things that he has actually filed. Yeah, it's a lot in this Mm -hmm. bill. And interestingly, uh, Kathleen Pasadomo... Catherine, Kathleen, Kathleen Passoma, uh, Senate president, has said she is not in favor of this bill. So I don't know that this bill will even get heard in the Senate, but it is an interesting one. SB 1764 for the man who's nine and zero so far. All right. Car racing penalties, increasing the fine for violations of prohibitions against street racing, street takeover, stunt driving, uh, drag racing, all of that stuff. Oh, man. What am I going to do on Saturdays now? Um, I'm going to say Republican. Democrat! Yeah! Oh, man. Yeah, Jason Pizzo. Yeah, no, but good job so far. 9-1. Uh, <laughs> let's see. HB 1233, biological sex. Uh, Democrat. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay, Hear the right. detail. Okay, uh, you right, jumped right. early. So I, I mean, did, you're I out did. in jeopardy. Got buzzer. Oh, oh, you jumped yeah. early. Overconfidence. Okay, sorry. All right. Uh, defines sex as your birth at sex. 
Uh, can't issue a driver's license or an ID for a different sex from your birth certificate. Insurers that cover gender change treatment, sex change therapy, whatever you want to call it. Uh, gender affirming care. Such a loaded term. Anyway, uh, must also cover detransition costs. Uh. You, If you offer a plan that covers transition, you must also offer a plan that doesn't even cover it. You cannot, presumably at a lower rate, uh, you cannot prevent coverage for psychiatric counseling for people with gender dysphoria, so counseling them that they shouldn't act on this. Uh, states, uh, the, it claims that separate but equal for men and women, like in bathrooms, for example, or sports teams, is uh, fine for the sexes. They're not, they don't have to be given the exact equal accommodation. And it defines male and female, uh, Republican or Democrat? Republican. Oh, yeah, Dean Black. Yeah, D- yeah. Dean but Black. But I did jump ahead, so I'm going to go ahead and... You know. Yeah, the, the, yeah. We'll, I'll give you nine and two so far. Okay, all right. Um, by the way, Dean Black, one of the whitest uh, representatives there is. Um, it's just a name. Uh, Mil- <laughs> okay, here we go. This is, this is one of those, holy smokes, man. You remember last week we did one where I told you that um, the filing was to require a referendum by the general public in an election before you can raise the millage? Remember we talked about yes, that one yes. briefly? Yeah, we did. Which I was like, wow, that is an amazing restriction on county authority or state or uh, city authority. Uh, SB 1322, the follow-up bill, millage rates, not only do you have to have the public referendum, but it has to get two-thirds vote to do it. So previ- the, the millage rate may only be increased if approved by a two-thirds vote of the membership of the governing body of the county. Oh, excuse me. This is government, not the, not the um, referendum. So, like, for example, the, the, the county commission would have to approve a millage increase with only you'd have to have four votes for it. Okay, uh, who wants to make it that much harder to raise taxes on property? Republican. It is Republican. Blaze Angolia. I'm sorry, it's not the referendum bill, but it is a, com- a companion bill. And then uh, this is uh, this is going to be the last one that we do today. But I got to I got to get to it because it's in a slightly different section of my notes. This is one of the um, God. We have, there's so many, and they're they're all so interesting. Really, there's so many different bills going on. Uh, but this one, it's. Congressional term limits, HCR 693, so it's a concurrent resolution. So it's not a doesn't do anything. It's a send a statement to Congress to try to do something. Okay, and it's basically saying that um, the states do not have the ability to establish term limits under a United States Supreme Court opinion in 1995, U.S. Term Limits Inc. versus Thornton, and so it's a request that Congress that the legislature and Congress pass or convene an Article Five Constitution uh, meeting, a convention, in order to have uh, a declaration or a, an amendment that would restrict term, that would create term limits for the uh, House of Representatives and the Senate. Who wants to tell Congress that we need to create a convention in the states in order to address term limits, Republicans or Democrats? Democrats? Republicans. Oh, oh, man. So that was a tricky one. Yeah. Um, so here's the thing about this. It, it's true that the states don't have the authority to do this, at least under current Supreme Court precedent. But here's what I don't understand, and I, you know, tell me how I'm misunderstanding this. The state party could do it. The Republican Party in the state of Florida, if they were really committed to term limits, could decide as a political party we are not going to run any candidates with party endorsement, support, or label unless they're running for their first of four House terms or their first of two Senate terms, right? You don't have to make a law for this. The state, Republicans are committed, we say, to term limits, right? Democrats, maybe less so. 
But look, you don't have to pass a law to make this happen. The party could do it. And then if somebody tries to run for a fifth term in the House, you just boot them from the party. If Republicans believe in term limits, and we do, generally, I myself have a lot of questions about term limits, but generally speaking, the party is very pro-term limits. Why not just enforce it as a party? Take the lead. Well, then the Democrat, who cares? Well, it wouldn't be a requirement in the law. Who cares? It would still accomplish the purpose of doing term limits, at least for Republicans. And it would put credibility behind the claim that you really believe in term limits, right? I'm just saying, this, you know, there is another avenue here. 653 on News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. I'm Andrew McKay. As a business owner, you have a lot on your plate. Managing staff, growing your business, training new hires, and more. With so much going on, you need Avalon. An IRS certified PEO, Avalon HR can help from running your payrolls, submitting state and federal taxes, helping with COVID employee retention credits, workers' compensation insurance, employee benefits, and HR expertise. Avalon HR lets you focus on your core business while we handle the rest. Avalon HR, employing made easy. Hello, this is Mary with Howard Young Flooring. Shopping for flooring can be a little overwhelming. At Howard Young Flooring, we are here to help you any way we can and answer any questions you may have so that you can make knowledgeable decisions. We understand the importance of each and every customer and would like to thank you for allowing us into your homes. For those we have not met, we hope to see you soon. Visit us today at 4333 Avalon Boulevard in Milton. We look forward to covering your future. Join Stefan Schmidt, Marine Service Technology Instructor at Georgetown Technical College for Boat Smart on the Pensacola Expert Panel this Friday at 10 a.m. Key Marine sponsoring the show. When Key Marine needs to hire Marine Service technicians, they hire students from Georgetown Technical College. Have a boating question for Stefan? Then give us a call at 437-1620. It's a dream team, so join them this Friday at 10 a.m. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. Pizza's here. Oh, great. I'd love some, but I'm worried about my stomach issues. If you're worried about having diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools, it may not just be stomach issues. It could be a condition called exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, or EPI. With EPI, the pancreas doesn't release enough enzymes to break down food, but EPI is manageable. Use the symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by AbbVie. Local experts share their expertise on the Pensacola Expert Panel. It's Pep Talk on News Radio 923. Informative, local, dependable. Gas 307, Florida 313. Mississippi is 265 and California is 463. Best and worst in the nation. Uh, in Navarre, uh, 266 everywhere up 87. 266 west at the Walmarts, your price per gallon. Uh, if you're in Gulf Breeze or Tiger Point, I should say 272 at the foot of the Garcon Point Bridge. 289 at a couple of stations in proper. 282 at the Raceway in Milton. 281 at the P Ridge Murphy and 285 at the Raceway going through Pace. If you're 
in uh i'm oh, sorry the circle k that's a raceway it's actually no let me go back here i think it which one is it because they look so different uh, it is the raceway i had it right anyway uh the walmart on nine mile has 271 uh the wall the murphy in front of the walmart's not registering this morning although that's probably your best price uh 277 coming in from the southwest side at the murphy on navy boulevard uh, 657 News Radio 923. Jake's got our traffic for us. Jake. Well, we're looking great out there on the roadways this morning. Uh, I-10 and I-110 look like they're at posted speeds. Highway 98 eastbound and westbound through Gulf Breeze and Navarre. No accidents reported. Highway 29 south through Cantonment is clear, as well as Highway 90. If you're coming out of Milton through Pace this morning, you're clear on around the curve to Scenic and into Pensacola. If you see anything out there slowing you down, you can always call or text our traffic tip line. 437-1620. I'm Jake Walker with Traffic on the Fives. Thanks so much, Jake. David Wayne's in the newsroom with our headlines. David? The House Armed Services Committee is launching an investigation into Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin's secret hospitalization. Republican Mike Rogers says Austin must provide information about whether he directed staff to keep it under wraps. The Security and Exchange Commission confirming that its verified X account was hacked this week. The SEC account posted a tweet that said a regulator had approved a Bitcoin exchange trade fund uh, that caused the cryptocurrency's value to spike before dropping uh, after the SEC chairman released a tweet saying that the account had been compromised. Wow. And uh, Scorpions drummer James Kotak has died at 61. He joined the band in 1996, became the first American to play with the band. Uh, by the way, since we're kind of in that vicinity, um, we have some uh, birthdays today. Uh, Rod Stewart is how old? Oh, 79. Oh, I was going to say Almost 80. old enough to be president. Pat Benatar is? 73. One. 71, Pat Benatar, 71. And your favorite metal bands are turning this age in 2024. Oh, Are you no, ready? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, my God. Here we go. Get ready to feel old. I don't even know most of these, but the ones that I do recognize anyway, obviously. Uh, Possessed is going to be 41. Megadeth is 41 today. I mean, not the people. The band is 41 years old. Right. No uh, Death Angel's 42. Uh, let's see. Metallica's 43. Uh, uh, Metal Church is 44. Exodus is 45. And the granddaddy of them all, Blind Illusion, is 46 years young today. As a band. Half a century almost. <laughs> nice. All right. A quick future news here for you. Um... Uh, there's a study out indicating connection between screen time in young children and autism related or ADHD stuff. Will parents change the behavior? Hopefully, yes. Please do. Zero is the safe screen time. News Radio 92.3. WNRP. Golf Breeze, Milton, Pensacola.